think so. Huh? I think so. You're just you're you're free flowing right now. <laughs> so much. So much you want. The, the brain is just scattered all over the place. They, they've got me so beat up, I can't even, you know. So much you want to get off your chest. Yeah. Are you sure any of it is that like self-inflicted or is it I'm all? All self-inflicted. Oh, okay. Everything well. I do self-inflicted. <laughs> I, I just, I'm the king of sabotaging myself yeah, well, all the time. At least you recognize I, it. I do. No, I, oh. I, I, I'm not happy unless I'm just stressed. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. Let's play the theme and then we'll go from there. All right. No, I'm ready. Danger. The following episode contains flammable material. Maintain a safe distance and keep an extinguisher on hand at all times. The Fireworks Brigade is now online. All right. We got episode 135 coming up. We got a pyro purge. Has the forecast for 2024 changed? Now that the dust is settled in 2023, we look ahead to Oshkosh and Fort Wayne and China. Which one doesn't belong there? Here are your hosts, Johnny Starr and Ron Baker. This is John Walton. Fire. There you go. <laughs> wow. 135. The numbers keep going up. What? 135. Yeah, what? well, yeah, it's not going to go down. We're not going to take any off the board. Okay. There's probably a few people out there that say, take this one off. No. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a marriage where stuff comes off the menu. No. Yeah. We, just, we just keep adding more. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, Number yeah. keeps going up. So 135. I'm 135. excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Few, uh, you know, a few negative people out there said, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. Right. Oh, it's been pretty good, huh? Okay. Anyways. We have a lot of hours and a lot of miles traveled. I don't have that sheet with me right now, but there's a ton of it. Yeah. No, we're going to update that sheet pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So, we're here, John, and it's uh, it's. A, I think this is like the first time, one of the first times we've actually seen each other since the Fourth of July. And we're what, early August, but yeah, that usually what happens after the Fourth. I leave Fargo, you stay there for a while, and then you know we're just you need to you need to decompress, I think, and get stuff back in line and get back in order. So yeah, I went. Uh, well, the first thing I do. Uh, after I leave Fargo is I, I stop working 12 hours a day and start working 18. <laughs> so, so actually, Fargo is actually easier because you're just stuck in the warehouse and you never have to leave. Right, you're Here, focused. you're all over the place, yeah. Right, you right. know, Yeah, you're focused on one thing. Yeah, so now yeah. it's, uh, you know, the new orders for China, getting everybody paid off in China, meeting this one, meeting that one, getting all these customers lined up. Yeah, it's yeah. a nightmare. Well, yeah, and that's why that's... For- the first part of this, so we'll do the pyro purge. So, since the fourth, you also got to get stuff ready for PGI. You got to yeah. count stuff. You got to get that stuff ready. How's that going? All good. Our stuff is already there in Wisconsin, waiting. Got all the pre-orders done. Yeah, we're ahead of the game. But you know, I start on the sixth of July. You know, what I mean, we well, don't. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I never. I always say it's not over. Just the fourth is over. But everything I do keeps on going. So, uh, you know, good. Once again, great staff, good crew. Uh, they're going to be joining me down in Cabo. Unfortunately, we lost, uh, we're, we lost one already, and I thought maybe he would surprise me and uh, come to PGI. But uh, Who's that, Kai? Uh, Cameron. Oh, no, Cameron. Cameron just hightailed out, you know. Uh, to Arizona, never to be seen again. Oh, well, yeah. You know, didn't even say goodbye, but he said, really? no, no reason to say goodbye. He said, we'll see each other again. I'm like, yeah, promises, promises. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> okay. promises. But anyway, so yeah, I kind of was hoping he would show up and uh, surprise me for PGI, but he's not going to do that, unfortunately. Right. Uh, Mitch is going to be leaving too. You know, I got the big boy job now, so he'll be leaving. Mm-hmm. And you got Chase though. But I got Chase and I got, uh, you know, new crew forming. You got so, the, uh, you know, who's the other one? The skinny one, the young one. 
Riley. Riley, that's yeah. it, Riley. Sorry, so Riley. Oh, we got the new group coming, Riley. <laughs> we got another, we got Chase number two coming. Mm-hmm. So he'll be running the chemicals. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, we're we're going to, you know, new challenge. Dino and Steve going to be there? Uh, I believe Dino and Steve are well. I know Steve's going to be there. I believe Dino's going to be there. Nice. Yes. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So, and that's. Uh, Cousin uh, Joe. Cousin Joey's yeah. going to be there too, uh-huh. and that's uh, that's starting. Uh, well, today is the eight and ninth, right? Today's the ninth, so it starts on the eleventh. Uh, starts on the eleventh, yes. Saturday. Saturday, and it runs yeah. a week, right? Yes, it runs a week, and that's in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So, uh-huh. if anybody, uh, I won't be there, so the fireworks brigade won't be there. We usually save our ammo for uh, for NFA, but if anybody's there, come up to John and. At the Star Fireworks booth and say hi. Yeah, and awesome. uh, get a lot of good deals there. Like I said, that's uh, PGI is like a that's like the swap meet yeah, paradise. It's a swap meet trailer park. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you'd be next sitting next Buying to a donkey. Trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there are people just like to buy and they like to buy deals and some you know they like some some good stuff and and that's certainly right up your alley. It's but NFA is just more of a convention. Meet people and PGI is yeah. I meet people. PGI is more of they, a uh, you they know teach people how to use fireworks. Yeah, they uh, they got a lot of really good uh, training courses. How to make shells, build rockets. Plus safety courses and uh, right. DOT courses. There's a lot of stuff going on at the PGI. That's why it's a yeah. week long. Definitely well worth the membership fees to go. And uh, it's just uh, nice to be around a bunch of pyros and pyro hobbyists. You know, when you go to NFA, you're around a bunch of companies that want to try and sell to customers that right. own smaller stores. Right. And then you got the Chinese people trying to convince everybody to you know, import from them, you know, so kind of, you know, redundant, you know, well, I always say you want to lose a good customer bring them to the NFA. <laughs> well, and that's, that's always the joke is like, now there's, there's no, uh, there's no, um, there's no, like, there's uh, no buyers. There's no buyers yeah. at NFA because you all have, booths. yeah, we all have yeah, a booth. Right. There's, yeah. there's nobody walking around. So yeah, definitely. I have to take this call. All right, we'll take a short break. You're listening to the tremendous Johnny Star and the unbelievable Ron the Banker. Instead of searching the internet for Russian spies, log on to fireworksbrigade.com to get in touch with the show. All right. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Let's, let's, Duty let's, let's back up a little bit. Okay, so, so we're backing up. Let's back up a little bit. So uh, beep, beep, 2023 beep. selling season is over. Uh, everybody's got all their fingers and toes. No catastrophes, right? Nothing Yeah, it was, major a, to it was a, a pretty calm year. You That's know? good. Um, yeah, nobody called me up with horror stories. We only had two two pieces returned wow. uh, for duds. Oh. You know, and we're one of the few companies open all year <laughs> long, and we offer a no-dud guarantee. And uh, so that doesn't mean they have to bring it in immediately. Like I tell them, you don't have to like rush over here on the 5th of July thinking I'm a, you know, carnival town here, but a yeah. uh, carnival stand. But uh, see, so yeah, we only got two pieces returned within, you know, like, a, you know, so far. So that's pretty good out of all the pieces you sell. So that's, uh, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. Pauline had a couple where she had some complaints. Well, I get the complaints because she sells to people I know we, and the same people we know. But yeah, they said that the... Um, the uh, 
the cube cakes, the ones that light each other, that they weren't lighting each other. I said, I think you just put it in I think, incorrectly. I think human error. That's, human what, that's error. what I said, but he keeps going after it. So whatever. Yeah. We'll have to give him some it's kind a, of it's a something flare. free next year. I don't know. You know, you've seen it. <laughs> All the free know? stuff he gets from me. Plus, he's older guy. So I, yeah. I was just chalking it up to human error. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely a human error. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, so then, and then we've always talked about, we've talked previous episodes about your 2024 prediction, but now all the dust is settled. Is the prediction still the same for 2024? Well, my prediction once again came uh, absolutely true for yeah, yeah. Uh, this year. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, yes, once again, we have a lot of volume still left on the shelves. Um, because like I say, you know, it's a, it's a biggest misconception. Like, you know, you go to the grocery store, your budget goes automatically up. When you come to the fireworks store, your budget doesn't go up. You just leave with less fireworks. Where your budget is the same. Is, less yeah, your, yeah, yeah, your budget's the same. Where, you know, you go to a grocery store, you know, you get up to the register. It is what it is. Your budget yeah. goes up. You still need the bacon right. and the milk and everything else. So, like I said, we have plenty of product left on the shelves because the volume uh, just doesn't go off the shelves like it used to based on the number of sales. Right. Uh, you know, good news is freight's coming down. Uh, so prices, uh, will be coming down a little bit, but of course, uh, China is just raising up everything and, mm. uh, you know, the, our dollar to their dollar, that kind of stuff. But, and then raw materials are high. Domestic market has taken a lot of production. Right. We talked all about all so that. So I, my prediction is we're going to see an increase of sales, uh, for Thursday, 4th of July. I'd say probably be about 10%. We're going to see, uh, at least by me, we're going to see lower prices. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I think uh, we're going to have a pretty good year next year. But there will be a shortage of fireworks, definitely. As you know, we're doing this in the, in the, on a weekday in the middle of business hours. So yeah. it might be a little choppy and there's yeah. a lot going on. I feel like there's a lot going on. And I usually have a lot going on because I got this golf outing thing that I do. And it's just like... It's just they roll one thing after another. And even at the bank, everything is just like we got to do this now. And, and I, it's it's just, and everything's switching over to f- technology based. Like now, you know, everything is just like I don't want to learn another platform. And but it's just, but everybody wants everything immediately. And then that's just not how the way the world worked. You know, I, I my world doesn't work that well, way. But. If they can't get things immediately from you, yeah, right. they're certainly not going to be able to get it immediately from any of the new workforce. I know. Well, but no, the see, but the new workforce is 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 well, yes and no. I I you know I'll walk past the Labradors that I have. Yeah, <laughs> I'll walk past them, and you know, three out of four of them are on their phone or yeah. listening to a podcast. So I'm like, I'm the only idiot working here. Yeah, but <clears throat> but they are more technologically advanced where you know what i mean they don't mind learning a new app i'm like i don't need another app and you know yeah. just to do a loan which would be discussions and which would be all right let's put this on paper let's get it approved now everything's going through the computer you know so one person could touch it and move it on and that. there is so much stuff on the internet if the internet ever went away it would be a disaster oh yeah it's a it's a disaster now everybody like my brother i had dinner with him or a couple drinks with him last night oh yeah i wanted and, to ask uh, how that went but we'll oh, talk about yeah. that off 
Wonderful. Mike, yeah. uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I had, uh, yeah, my, you know, people don't when they when they, when they want to meet you in person, always like, why? Why can't you just tell me over the phone? Why do we need to meet? You know, well, take me away on a busy <clears throat> Tuesday night. You know, I planned yeah. on watching, you know, some more uh, Succession episodes, but you know, haven't been able to. So, anyways, but uh, so he was just telling me, you know, because he's getting close to retirement age, I guess, or you know, everybody wants to quit, right? And um, you know, he's like, yeah, no, that they're moving. His company's moving everything, and the company he works for is moving everything to the cloud now. Yeah. So it's going to keep him busy, you know, working on projects for the next three to four years, is which what he wants, because then he's going to be, you know, done after that, pretty much, basically, right. And he wants to move to Italy and stuff. So it was uh, nice. interesting. Yeah. Nice. So, but yeah, like I say, this cloud based, everyone's doing that. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, if all this stuff, you know, crashes. And I'm telling you, I just know you get rid of the currency and you're going to go to the grocery store and you're going to go to pay with your card. And then it's, it's not going to work. Right. right. And then they're going to say, call the help desk. And That's then right. a lady in India is going to answer and she's going to start laughing. That's why I got a book here all about cryptocurrency. Yeah. 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 Well, well, we could talk about yeah, we'll that. We'll see later. how that. Uh, oh, see how yeah. That I got is. some I got some stuff to read you. But oh, yeah. anyway, so and that's funny because we're like kind of just naturally rolling into this episode. So I didn't want to do a normal episode like we do, normally do with news and all that stuff because we're in the dog days of summer anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. Nothing is going to happen or nothing happened until we go to NFA. So I thought we would just we would just talk about, um, we would take a dive into how technology has affected fireworks. Okay. Okay. And you've been doing this for such a long time. I said, well, I figured let's take a dive into it. And so this is perfect because we're just rolling naturally into it. So it's weird because like even even a book or like even look at that drum set or whatever, everything, technology has affected the end product. Like a book, you could buy it online now. So, yeah. you know, book sales have changed from Kindle to whatever, but fireworks has really no effect on the actual product. It's still a tube with some yeah. powder inside and a wrapper and it's really all about marketing. I mean, even music and banking, everything has changed due to the internet and the technology. So... Uh, let's let's talk about the effects of technology and so but we're not going to really talk about how it affects the product because we know it is what it is it's a thing with a fuse and you light it off and it goes boom so what is the effect on the development of let's let's start with the how you manage your company so the effects of technology and how you manage your company you managed it when there was no internet and when there was no Mm -hmm. uh you know uh, technology such as this so let's let's start off on the development of new products and purchasing I would I would just chalk that up to videos, right? So yeah. um, you watch new product demos without going to China, um, stuff like that. So how is how has it affected your um, your development of new products and and your purchasing and how you purchase? Them? Well, I get a lot more feedback from um, the people that I have working for me that are basically. You know, looking at videos all the time because once right. again, I'm not a video guy. I go to China. I want to see demos the old-fashioned way, you right? Because right. it's old-fashioned fireworks, and I enjoy them. But a lot of my people that work for me and different friends that I, uh, you know, have along the way will shoot me messages. Hey, in a video, did you see this? This really looks nice. I think you should get it. Right. And then I and I and I really like their feedback because, like, I saw one. Uh, the other night that came over, you know, about two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and these are not from China. These are from, you know, just my friends and different people that work for me and, you know, all over. 
So, uh, and I'm like, oh, that does look nice because once again, I'm not a video guy, but they watch videos all day long. So a good video is better than a bad video. Right. Just like a good fireworks better right. than a bad firework. Right. So for me, when they give me ideas, I'm like, I just mark it down. I'm like, I'll buy it. Why wouldn't I buy it? You know, it looks good on video. Right. right. You know, if I get to see it in China, fine. If not, I'm taking their advice because that's all they do is watch videos. Right, right, right. So the buying changed for me with the videos, not to mention all the stuff that's on the internet talking about this product and that product. Right, like the, yeah, any Yelp review or anything like all that. All the different some, reviews yeah. and the YouTube guys and everyone going right. around showing you stores and, I mean, right. you name it. So how has it affected, though, the actual purchasing the 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 process of purchasing. So the way it goes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the way it goes is you you, you like a bunch of stuff, you order a bunch of stuff, you try to get a full container, mm-hmm. they put in the container, they put it on the water, it ships to you, it clears customs, it comes to Fargo, you unload it, mm-hmm. you sell it. So how does it affect you? How has it affected your purchasing? Obviously, the internet and emails has affected that tremendously, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I know how it's affected banking. Like I said, you know, we used to wait for a closing package having, a week after, two weeks after. Now everybody wants everything immediately. Yeah, and having the availability to communicate with China through WeChat. You know, before it was a fax machine. It was right. like, oh, this is good. I can I, remember, I can yeah. fax over my order to China, you know, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the fax would be ringing at two in the morning. It'd be China sending me over, uh, you know, a packing list or whatever. Right. So now with WeChat, WeChat, I'm in constant communication with China. Uh, I can avoid the phone calls because uh, it's easier for them to just translate and speak back and forth to me, which WeChat is very good because they, you know, they can type in Chinese and I just hit, you know, translate right oh, on okay. the same. I don't have to copy, paste and all that. Right. Stuff. So it's kind of nice. So WeChat has helped a lot uh, with the process of talking to China uh, and emails, obviously, you know, which we never had before. So right. that's real fast. And uh, you're getting, you know, you're, what I like about WeChat, it's instant. But right. <clears throat> that's for people who don't go to China. You know, now when mm-hmm. I go to China and I sit in my hotel lobby and I have meetings all day long, one after another, I can just knock these out so quick by having a normal conversation. Right. But uh, WeChat just takes longer. It's like, you know, we could have a conversation like this, five <clears throat> minutes, text messaging, a half hour. Right, right, right. But it, but it, the technology has has enabled you to have these conversations with them Nightly. where you didn't, you know, you have to, you used to yeah. have to get on the phone, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's and that was, challenging. And that's challenging because a lot of them really don't speak very good language. English. That right. Good, exactly. You know? That, that's gotta be challenging. Yeah, so that's gotta be challenging. So that's, that's when I didn't even think of that one. So yeah, it's just, just the, just the, the, the communication. The communication aspect. is incredible. It's night and day. Yeah. yeah. Night and so, day. So you, 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 you get, you get much faster response and you'll get much, you'll get much more clarity, which, We've always talked about how sometimes it's a little difficult to get clarity out of there because, you know, they'll tell you one thing and unless you're actually there, boots on the ground, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you still don't, you know, WeChat doesn't still give you the, lie a yeah, little. <laughs> WeChat doesn't give you the truth. Now, if it was one where it would just, you know, you say something to WeChat and it's false, it go, eh, right. false, no, you know, right. right? But yeah, so you still don't get the truth, but at least you get... Uh, you get a, a much faster response on the lie. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, you, they, yeah, it's a, a input error once again. Yes, right. yeah. Input mm-hmm. error. So then what about the impact on shipping? How has shipping changed because of technology with all this? Well, you know, I don't see it on my end. But, you know, when we took that tour in, oh, yeah. uh, in Alabama, in Alabama mm-hmm. 
um, you know, how the truck now just pulls in, goes through a series of cameras and everything's recorded instead of the old days where you're getting out of the, you're getting the guard out of the shack, writing everything down. Look at the number on a container, like, you know, like Long Beach and LA is still doing, but technology, if you know, in these ports have really helped out quite a bit, uh, as far as what we learned in Alabama, I don't really see it much on my end. And of course, the ports we mostly deal with are municipalities, and they're just taking forever to do anything. Right, but how is it has it's it's had to affect the the whole process of of you know you have to contact the shipper, you have to get you know go through all that stuff, clearing customs. That stuff has had to go faster. I know you don't really. I mean, Dino does a lot of that for you. So, but well, once again, everything is you know everything is just done by email so much faster. So there, right. no, there is no like you say there is no more packet coming in FedEx or nothing right. like that. So it's, how how fa- how much faster do you think it's gotten? Well, I'd say we pick up at least four or five days in the yeah. whole process of yeah. waiting for back and forth, and, and then you have a backup. Know. You have it on the computer. You yeah. you don't have to print it out, but I, you like printing it out just like I do. Yeah. I'm a I'm a paper guy, you know, yeah. but. And I'm a paper guy and I have files. When someone says, hey, I sent you this, I go right to the file and, and look it up. It's yeah. instead of scrolling back through emails and oh, all that yeah, other I stuff. That. I hate that. I, I have an email troll, I think. It just, it, it eats emails that I want to look for and I can't find them anymore. You know, I'm like, I don't know where, and I'll have to ask one of them. Can you send me this email that somebody sent me, though, yeah. if they were copying on it? I, I hate looking through old emails. I, yeah. And and then, oral uh, texts that and some people me. don't use uh and i was a biggest offender of that not putting a subject in line so now i've really been more mindful of that you know so <laughs> right. when you are trying to search something but, yeah put something in the subject line that's yeah. germane to what you're doing yeah. so uh it actually um you know well i say all that really pertains to just being able you know just once again it's all communication with the broker with the customs everything's you know everything's loaded on the website <laughs> right. you can go on the website yeah, and see the websites, it yeah exactly you know what i mean so that helps has helped a lot all right so what, what effect has it had on wholesale sales uh has the technology helped you reach let's say has it helped you reach new clients do you think uh yes uh once again through the internet uh people see different products and then they search it and then your name comes up mm-hmm. like oh wow you sell miracle oh you have legend or whatever the case is so mm-hmm. sometimes you'll pop so up the website once that. again yeah once again you know website and the internet you know searching is uh has helped a lot um Another nice thing about technology before it was, yeah, go down the aisle, pick this up, uh, look at the, you know, look at some of that, that new equipment I have as far as those forklifts that, you know, turn the pallet every, you know, 180 degrees and go down narrow aisles and just slide into your racking. That's helped in as far as right. wholesale. And then, of course, our, our, uh, our invoicing, you know, that alone right. has changed so much. Well, that, that was my next you know, question. So yeah. how has it affected the warehouse with regards to uh, the computer system? I know you just added some computer systems into the far, far warehouse. So, yeah. And I know Oscar was a big help in getting you that. All yeah. Like, well, so, you know, like a big thing, you know, uh, write it down on a whiteboard. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden the whiteboard needs two whiteboards and three whiteboards. <laughs> now you're searching. Your eyes are getting blurry just searching the whiteboard for right. the name to, and, and location of the customer. Right. Now everything's, you know, on our PO tracking system and you just know where everything's at. <clears throat> and you, you can know? access that from any computer. Any computer. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, how much so that is nice yeah and it, and it's and and all the all the guys in the warehouse again they're younger so they're used to having computers they know what they're looking at and they can you know and then it's it's instantaneous right if they if somebody in the warehouse makes a change on the file then the people in the back will see it as well right yeah and that's what it's meant to do is keep the office 
uh, myself and the warehouse people all in the same, you know, same lineup. So, you know, there's things that the office should fill out and there's things we fill out in right. the back. And then meanwhile, right. when a customer calls, you have all the information at your fingertips. Uh, right. And I will say the young people, if you tell them this needs to be done, they will do it. And they actually, and they correct each other. Hey, did you do that? Did you put that in? I'm putting a new weight in. I'm the biggest offender and I've gotten way better because they're so good at it. So I right. have to be good. But like I'm old school. I'd be like, hey, Cameron <clears throat> or Mitch, you know, put this in a computer for me. You're much faster than I am. Where now I take my gloves off and I do it, you know. Um, also, you know, taking a pellet off to shrink wrapper. Once again, shrink wrapper, yeah, older technology, but still a lot better than what we used to do, hand wrapping everything. If I take a pellet off to right. shrink wrapper, and immediately the young kids weigh it. Right. And I'm driving away with her like, hey, we got to weigh that. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to weigh it. So, I mean, these are just, you right. know, and then the weight gets recorded and the pallets get recorded. The location gets recorded. Right. So it's easier to find. So picking an order, let's say you pick a two pallet order or whatever. What do you think technology is saved in timing to to from soup to nuts? Like when, when you're when you tell the guy to pull the order to the time it's pulled, it's had to save at least. 20% right of time well it saves in two ways uh maybe a guy like me takes a little bit longer instead of wrapping it up and then just hauling it away but um so it may take a little bit longer recording everything to the computer uh at the at the start right but when a customer pulls up you're not looking for nothing. You know exactly where it's at. You know exactly how many pallets he has. You know exactly right. how many how much weight he's got to carry. So right. it's it's saved so much so much right. man. You used to have to walk up to the front and get the invoice right from Dino whoever was yeah. In, or in then the you're office. and then you're or you're also you're also looking at uh, you're also walking down the aisles looking for these pallets. You put them away, <laughs> but you have no idea right. where. You think they're in the right. You think they're in but a general location. You don't know if somebody's moved. But you're them. still digging them out and looking. So it's, it's and again, it's it, that's that's subject to user error. But if all the guys in the warehouse are good and they're good at marking, then you should not. I mean, how many th- orders do you think? you misplaced over the this last year none i mean None? it's just That's awesome. it's like they're all in a warehouse but right. they're now they're all labeled you know where they're at yeah. so you know you each know, warehouse yeah. has a marker on the floor yeah, you go to you go number. to aisle 46 and it's there you yeah, know that's, and that's that's, that's really nice and that's all because of technology yeah. and the computers and inventory so much easier especially yeah. in, the, in the storage warehouse everything's every pallet's in the storage warehouse you know where it's, you know what location it's at plus you know how many are on a pallet you know so it saves a lot of time. It may be a little more time consuming in the very beginning as far as, oh, we got to put the, let's count this pallet and put the thing on it. But, you know, it's so much easier. Right. And I and I, I can remember a night in Cabo one night, me, you, and your brother, and they were tra- he was trying to talk you into some type of computer system or whatever, but, and, and it was financially, I think it was just not doable. So but what do you think you spend on, or what, what do you spend on IT in a year? Well, you know, we're a small company, but I'd say... And it changes over yeah, the Yeah, and I, I'd say with, you know, with... Um, 
I'd say we probably spend, I would say only, you know, we have to update our computers. We're trying to update again with this new software and moving things to the cloud so we can have better control of multiple locations. But I'd say we probably spend about 20000 a year that, you know, goes out to, you know, tweaking this up and, you know, and fixing things and making you, things better. How do you think you compare to, and I don't know if there are any other fireworks people kind of your size. I mean... I mean, I think of like the people we meet at NFA. Like, I know Dominator. Obviously, that's they're bigger. Yeah, Jake's is bigger. Well, Dominator is a Chinese company. Gi- oh, so Dominator is really a Chinese. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the one with all the girls, the women? Oh, Hale? I think Spirit of Seventy Six. Hales, Hales is that one? Hales is. Uh, Are those like big. similar size? I mean, what what do you think you spend compared to other people? Do you think you spend? Well, I think like a Spirit of Seventy Six. What they spend on their their website and and uh you know their inventory i'm sure they spend uh you know at least probably 50 to a hundred thousand dollars but you know spending more money does not always uh give you more quality it really depends on you and what you want in in getting it done you know a lot of people listen to advice from others and they sell them just like i told my brother you know there's a computer guy coming in every day it's just another sales pitch and you got the guy that comes in with the racking and you got the guy that comes in with the advertising it's just a salesman so you really have to decide what works for you and where you want to throw your money at on that particular year or that you know we we change all the lights in the warehouse you know from you know regular ones to led i mean um, you know, electronic gates. It's just another. That's all stuff that doesn't really give you more bottom line, but it's stuff that you know makes life easier. Yeah, right? it makes life easier, uh, easier to see things and and brighter in the warehouse. Saves you money on the electric bill. It's just another. It's just where do you want to spend your money? Right. What do you want to What do you want to improve in on this year? This year was asphalt and lighting in the warehouse and electronic gate out front. But everything changes, you know, but all those, all that technology stuff, uh, you know, like we're going to go into scanning of the boxes, you know, but when you're pulling an order, scanning and pulling at the same time is probably going to slow up the guys a lot, you know? Right. Um, Will it help with inventory? Of course it will. But is it? You know, is it worth it right now? Right. Right. Well, that's just it. You got to, you got to cost. Is it cost effective? Is is it something you want to do? I always tell people at the end of the day, it's still fireworks. <laughs> well, that's and I was thinking yeah. about that as I was coming up with this. I'm like, you know, the, everything, music, books, everything, cars, yeah. everything is changed with the technology. Yeah. The actual product of a firework has not changed. It's still a lady finger. It's still a lady finger. There's no, yeah. you know, there's no cool electronic embellishment. It yeah. is what it is. And what is my favorite model? <laughs> Even a moron can fake it for 10 days. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, at the end of the day, yeah, you, you're you not working efficient. You're going to work a, maybe 18 hours a day. I'm going to work 12. I'm going to work 10 right, right. because I'm just that much more efficient, you know? Right. And there's probably people out there way more efficient than I am working six. <laughs> What was so, it? Even a moron can fake, fake it, for it for ten days. days. I like yeah. that. That'll be the that'll be the name of this podcast. There you go. So let's let's walk over to the other side of the shop. So how has technology affected the retail sales? Well, I mean, technology I mean, just basically the register system, as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, and then you got yeah, and the website, obviously. Yeah. 
So the computer system. So yeah, the cash register that helps with inventory. Yeah, your uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, point of purchase? Dis- uh, right. Point of purchase remember, system. Remember we, POS ha- systems. remember we used to have the cash registers, which is yeah, you know, and then those paper. cashiers yeah. that were you know older and worked on those, now they're baggers because they can't <laughs> learn the new apps. They well, don't it's just, learn it's the just new on the iPad just, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. the but the kids are much faster on the iPad because that's what they grew up with. Well, exactly. It's all they know they is know. the iPad. Yeah. You know, and uh, spot, and then you have. Um, word of mouth yelp and all those things that all come over the internet i mean i know you 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 take it seriously and I remember when we went to see gene simmons vault remember when he did that and remember he came out and said look if you have a problem with anything i want you to come and talk to me or talk to this person here and tell them what you need because they will fix it for you if you didn't get enough food if you don't the bathroom isn't clean i want you know be I, I don't want any bad reviews. I basically was his, yeah. his thought. He's like, cause I don't want any, you know, so, but if we don't know what it is that you're lacking, I can't help you. So help me help you. We just want to avoid bad reviews. And I assume you're the same way. You don't want bad reviews. And, only two people return stuff. That's pretty yeah. good. If you got a, you know, if like I say, if you, we had like a, a few years ago, it was a nasty review and I actually called the lady. I up. remember that. Yeah. And you know, and it was, it was, you know, they scanned it. It didn't, it you know, didn't price right. And you're going to find mistakes. You know, and that's another thing with technology. You're going to find mistakes mm-hmm. in scanning and all that. The same barcodes, multiple barcodes, this, whatever, human error. So, but if the lady would have just said something right. to me and said, God, this seems awful high. I, I went to Chipotle and, you know, case in point, I had to get a kid's quesadilla. They charged me for two adult quesadillas. I can't imagine you at Chipotle. That doesn't seem you. It was a it nightmare. Was- I can tell you that story. <laughs> but anyways, well, Oscar loves Chipotle, which I find which I find hilarious because yes, he's, he's from Mexico. City, yeah. You want to go to Chipotle? I, Oscar loves Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but anyways, the, the you know, I paid $41 for Chipotle. I'm like, $41? I, I just was at Olive Garden. And I, my whole dinner was $32 and All right. I went eight in a quesadilla. So I went up there, but now I just didn't say, oh, well, 41 bucks, then go home, think about it, then look at my receipt and yeah. then, and then oh, make okay. a bad Yelp review, I, uh, you I, know? I, so I, I don't like that, you know? And, and then, <laughs> and the sad part is people only want to complain. They don't really have the time to say thank you and right. God, you did a great job. Some right, will, right, right. but not everyone, but they will make the time to complain, you right, know, right. because of that one. We have to take this call real quick. All right. Okay. Hot oxide, burn all day, burn and speed, babe. Hey, hey.
Dial it was. No, okay. So you're going to delete all this other stuff. Yeah, it'll, yeah, there'll be like some little dreamy music and then okay, it'll be back. Sounds like good. we're back. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm not going to keep putting in commercials because we'll run out of commercials. Yeah, we'll yeah. have too many commercials. Uh, so, but yeah, so it's it's affected that. So, and I got I got one thing that we haven't mentioned. Uh, well, first off, what, what was my other? I was going to make a point. Oh, you're talking about QR codes and, and QR codes. You have the scanner in the in the lobby of the, yeah. of the fireworks store. People could just take the QR code and look at it on the video. That is probably the best thing ever. I like I tell them, you don't need me anymore to tell you what it is. I don't have a memory. <laughs> no, anymore. because you have such a passion for that stuff. Yeah, though. but I mean, the you QR could, code is really nice. Yeah, and um, you know me trying to explain to them with my hands and then sound effects. You know, those days are over, you know. <laughs> you got, it's a chrysanthemum. And yeah. they're like, what is a chrysanthemum? Yeah, you, you take out your phone and you just judge and see if you like it. <clears throat> you know, it's it's a it's a uh, a a great thing and it's a bad thing. If you are a bad person in the industry, uh just like, you know, so many of those New York uh, salesmen for cameras back in the day, you right, know, right. you didn't know anything. So, oh, this lens is 200. Oh, okay. And you don't know any better. You go on the internet and say, wait, this is $40 on the internet. You know, right. this phone case, for right. example, $99. It's on the internet all day long for $38. Right. But I get <laughs> lifetime warranty that costs you 30 bucks every time it goes bad. So, I mean, it's all, you know, so, but you right. didn't know this before. So the QR code is great, but now you're a person who, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, sometimes when you're on your way to down to Florida, you're passing through some of those states along the highway and you say, dad, let's stop for fireworks. By the time you blew those fireworks off, you were back in Chicago six months later. Right. And a lot of those fireworks didn't work and you couldn't return right. them. You right. had nowhere to go. And a lot of people played on selling you crap. Well, right. Well, and you, that's and you not can't a, do that today. No, and that that's not a recipe. Well, right, because they'll make bad reviews, and that's not a that's not a recipe for getting repeat business. No, exactly. Sure. But years ago, there were so many people buying fireworks; they didn't really care about the repeat business. They're, they no. knew that you know they'd be gone. They knew that two percent of the people driving down the highway is going to stop in their store, and that's all they had to worry about. And whatever they bought, whatever they sold them, away they go. And hey, thanks again, and and that was it. So, but the QR codes for me has helped out a lot because you now can see the quality that I buy for yourself and you can base uh, what you see based on your sales. If you want to buy that, or you don't want to buy it. Right. And, right. Uh, and once again, they grew up with video, so they're used to it. There's like QR codes. Great. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. You know? Yeah. The old people, we were at dinner with, um, in Cabo with uh, our buddy Dwayne, he was having a hell of a time with a QR code. Yeah, I think yeah. he wanted to like shove the phone up. Yeah, <laughs> up, you know, up the waiters. But and and but that's what happens though. You know, you get older, you don't want to learn. <clears throat> right, just like you don't want to learn apps. They don't want you know, and it's it is frustrating. You know that it is. It is. You just give uh, me a menu for God's yeah. sakes. You know, we we've been we've we've had menus for hundreds of years. Let's, and every time I get a menu on a QR code, I feel like I'm not seeing it all. I'm I'm, I'm scrolling. Right. I got to blow it up for my eyes. Right. And I got to shrink. And I got to move over here. It's like it's it's aggravating. One other uh, one other benefit of the uh, of the internet in in retail sales is uh, Savecoin. Ah, yes. Savecoin would not Savecoin. It would would not be possible. And for those of you who don't know what Savecoin is, it's basically uh, what's the other one that's around here? Uh, The other one over here is that. Oh, group buy, or Groupon, not group, Groupon, Groupon, Groupon. It's like a yeah. Groupon, and then you know, if you you buy a twenty five dollar coupon, 
and you can come to Star Fireworks and get fifty dollars worth of fireworks, right? So, yeah. but that's all on the internet. It's all you know. You you go on the internet, you get your thing. I mean, look at all <laughs> the people making a ton. A ton of money by doing just on nothing. the spread, the Uber app, just on the, the spread, yeah, the Groupon just on, app, just all on the, these, just on the getting a little bit of meat off of the bone. Yep, yeah, that's it. it. They're not a, really creating anything. Talking about not no creating, money involved. Cri- no talking about it is crypto, not yeah. creating anything. But yeah, absolutely. It's just it's it's. Uh, but yeah, and Safecoin, I know it's it's a pain in the butt, and there's a lot of people who abuse it, and you know we really haven't figured yeah. out a way to stop it. But it is what it is because they'll just they'll just structure the transaction so they can buy whatever they want but at the end of the day i think it's a good tool and it brings does bring in a lot of people so and least you know what you're you know you could spend twenty five thousand dollars on advertising and then you know you don't know if it's did any good or not you know those people i know the first thing i will do if i win the lottery i'm gonna stop all my advertising and and just just see what see what happens I always wonder about that because I see the checks you write for advertising. You can, yeah, you can fund a nice firework stand for that. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't tell me that we're getting that much more business in because of those checks. Yeah, well, you get a lot less, uh, you know, a lot less lunches and things. I guess that when, yeah, the, when the when the radio station people bring you lunch. Yeah, I'll buy my own pizza. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, one more thing: effects of uh, technology on marketing has changed tremendously. One thing, uh, for example, is just this podcast wouldn't be possible without technology, yes. without the internet. So, yes. and this is, you know, it's not free. It's it's essentially not very expensive for the amount of people that we that talk to, and, and yeah. the amount of you know uh, the amount of, of eyeballs with the with the YouTube and the everything else, right? I mean, so yeah, I mean, once again, it's just you can really promote yourself. You could really communicate with others um, because of technology. I yeah, mean, so easy to promote, so easy right. to stay in contact with people. Um, you know, just like years ago, it was a telephone, and now with you know text messaging and everything else that we do, it just really <clears> makes <throat> the whole uh, communication is key. Right. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. But you know, the downside, everything's got a downside. You know, look at all the right. look at all the information out on the internet. I think it's way too much about yourself personally, about mm-hmm. other people, about where you live. And, oh, yeah, I'll just Google, you know, Google a map you and see where you live. Like, who needs that, you know? did you Have you ever looked into that chat bot thing, the AI chat bot, where you can just tell it what you want it to, you, you want it to say and it'll write something for you? Have you thought no. of that? Oh, I did that. So, here, let me find it. I could, I gotta... If I... I mean, I my talk texting is terrible. I can only oh, imagine. you're horrible. I, I have to call you ninety percent. I, I, I can only imagine what. Well, you know, yeah. Remember, I do drive a convertible. <laughs> yeah, no. And so, but this is well. This is more like so. I used it um, several months back. I took my niece. Uh, she's getting married uh, coming up soon, and I wanted to do something for the wedding. And I took her to buy shoes. And the the lady at Nordstrom was very helpful. And I I just went on this AI chatbot and I said I typed in. Thank you letter for, you know, salesman for helping uh, me and my niece buy shoes for her wedding. My goddaughter's shoes for her wedding. It sent me back within second, within milliseconds, it sent me back a letter perfectly worded, exactly what I wanted it to say. 
and I literally just cut and paste it and like maybe instead of goddaughter I put her name in there or whatever and mm-hmm. I sent it out you had a th- you had zero thinking to do and that's I mean there's a writer strike going on you're probably not aware of that but that's yeah, a yeah. lot that's a lot about what this is about because they feel like <clears throat> and they're not wrong that you could just have the computer write an episode of NCI based on all the other NCIs and it'll be perfectly written and perfectly structured. I asked, I asked chatbot to, to do an intro for a fireworks theme podcast. This is what it came up. Welcome to our fireworks podcast, where we dive deep into the fascinating world of fireworks, their history, chemistry, and artistry. Join us as we explore the science behind the explosions that light up the night sky and learn about the people and cultures that create these magical displays of lights and sound. There's a couple more paragraphs, but that's, I mean, you know Fantastic. what I mean? We, all, we always talk about the people and the, and the, passion. the, the passion of that's literally, and I didn't say anything about people or passion. I just said, give me an intro for a fireworks podcast. And it came up with that and three more paragraphs. I'm like, holy so, cow. I, I think it's going to just be Johnny star and that's it. <laughs> gonna, there's there's no need for you. Oh, just for me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. like, I, I want to see you try and, try I can and schedule just, this. I can just chat box and say, do this. And then, you know. You're trying to replace me. Yeah. You know, oh, no. Holy I got cow. It. This is, just, yeah, you could just replace Here I thought, was, you're like, ah, how's he coming to the people and the passion? I got no, none of them. No, it's that all was, right there. No, that was way before. I, this oh, was, my. And, it, and it, it, I got, you get four free things and then after that you gotta start paying for so I'm, i only did three of them how much uh how much we got i don't pay? know i didn't even look because i'm not gonna do yeah it. I'm not no, gonna I, do I can you know what i there's i i'm skilled enough at writing letters and emails to bank ceos and things i like need that. that way more than you do you do yes you but do. basically my well you just send it to me exactly <laughs> yes. you are what do you got you are my aig <laughs> yeah. chat box yeah, you said yeah, chat yeah, boxes yeah. Chatbot. yes oh chat uh chat chat bot yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah you really are my chat sometimes i am into yeah. the business yeah, world yeah right i i try and i try and yeah yeah smooth it out for you a little bit. yeah and then like if i get around my other friend like hey what are you doing huh <laughs> i often <laughs> wonder I often wonder if you read those emails that I send out and I copy you on, if you just roll your eyes and like, oh my God, look, oh, at, all, no, look, I, at, I, look at how he's mushing oh, these people I, Yeah, I, 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 do, <laughs> I do read them. And then, I'm, and then, you, then you get mine with uh, you as just a you for Y-O-U. You know, and yeah. I, I hate getting texts from you. I have to call you. My, I, yeah, my, my emails are like text messages. But, you know, once again, um, you know, I'm not here to impress anybody. That's what I got you, you for. You get a lot more done than I do. I mean, you know what I mean? You get yeah. a lot more done. You know, everybody has their niche. So yeah. Your niche is definitely, certainly, uh, you know, more is skillful. So I mean, it's been a hellish day, but I ended it at one. So not too bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. As I didn't know we'd make it here, but we did. Yeah. I, I'm still got to go back to work after yeah. this. So, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about shrinkage, I think, or something. And it brought a story to my mind. Uh, our buddy Paul, who drives for Nabisco, he mm-hmm. um, he said that they've been they've had a lot of problems lately because uh, they changed the SKUs on all the products because <clears throat> all the products, Oreo cookies and all that stuff, they've shrunk them and they've re- raised the prices. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's just the way the world is these days. And, and you know that, and I love that. You know, like the actors are complaining, the writers are complaining. Okay, so right. you know, you you're happy with the economy; everything costs you more money. So your answer now is that is okay. Well, now we all need a raise. 
because we don't right. have enough money now to live our lavish lifestyles right. because we we got uh, you right. know everything right. overinflated and they're okay with that right. as long as you as long as we pay them more money Right, or like we talked about on the last podcast, how which raises prices. Right, we talked about on the last podcast how they're happy with the um, with the electric cars and people are driving or whatever. But now they realize they're not making enough money from the tax gas tax, so now they want to start charging you for driving certain yeah, a miles. kilowatt hour. They're going to yeah. charge you for. I'm telling you what, another prediction. <laughs> okay, when we're all driving electric cars, we're going to be wishing we will be wishing that we would have gasoline cars because they're going to cost so much money. And then what they're going to say is because of the power outages, you can't drive this car on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can only drive Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And when you go to start that car on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday, it's not going to work. Yeah. And they can do all this. And if you say, I don't want to go here, or maybe I don't vote for the right person, you're not driving. You, yeah, no, yeah. the the technology is going to be unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah, so. I mean, look at like right now, like in in uh, Mexico City and China, you you'd have to have the you know the gold license plates can drive so many days a week because of the smog, and then the green license plates could only drive this many days. So the answer to that is people would sometimes buy a, another car, and right? And on that, you know, but now if you have an electric vehicle. They could literally shut you off those days. Yeah. And and not to mention the license plates, the kilowatt hours, the electric charge. I mean, everybody knows electricity is more money, but they think it's free. And they I mean, are we that stupid that we're still uh, we're uh, still doing the buy one, get one free concept? I mean, yeah, now with electric cars. Yeah. You haven't done that since I've known. No. <laughs> I mean, are no. people that they're just that dumb. People come in the store all the time and like, don't buy one, get one free. You just trust me. Look at the prices yeah. and do a, do a comparison. Yeah. Go down the street, get your buy one, get one free, and then come over here and get two for less money. So, I mean, crazy. Overall, I know we have no choice in the matter. Technology is here. This internet, as, as my friend Paul will say, this internet thing is going to catch on because he's always yeah. looking at naked photos. They found, I don't know, whatever. It's a whole nother story. But um, so at the end of the day, I think we'll both agree that technology is probably a good thing for for yeah. business. For, for I mean, it's certainly, I mean, it's allowed you to do business. And I mean, you don't even need an office. You're you're yeah. always on that phone. I don't know how you do it. I yeah. I need to go to my office, and I know you. We have an office. Well, I do. Too. Go to my you do go to the too, office, but but you're capable of doing so much on that phone that I'm never capable. Yeah. of. I just I just can't do it. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, we can agree that it's a good thing. But um, you still. The end of the day, fireworks is an analog product in a digital world. It's just yeah. a, a tube no, with some. Paper. Yeah, I think technology is 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 great, and like you say, everything has its upsides and downsides. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, there's a lot of downsides, but there's been a lot of upsides and made a lot of <coughs> the the you know the the new multimillionaires are not multimillionaires for creating a product; they're just creating an app. Right. You know? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, a couple of uh, goofy stories. John, I know you're not aware of this one, and I had to share it with you because this one is hilarious. Uh, Waldorf, Maryland. You ever been to Waldorf, Maryland? Uh, no. No? Are the headphones okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. A man has been arrested after deputies say he stole a forklift from a Lowe's and ran over a woman, killing her in a Home Depot parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The Charles County Sheriff's Office in Maryland said officers responded to a burglary and theft in progress at Lowe's Home Improvement. Officials say the man broke into the Lowe's, stole a forklift, and rammed it through the rear gates. 
He left the Lowe's on the forklift, entering the parking lot of the Home Depot, and for unknown reasons, he rammed into a vehicle that was parked in the parking lot, according to officials. Officials said a woman who was asleep in the car got out when the forklift struck her car and began running away. The man allegedly followed her, (laughs) struck her with the forklift and ran over her and then stole the victim's car and ran from the police. I mean, you just can't ask (laughs) for better than that. You you can't make up a story like this. You cannot make up a story like this. No. Officers at the scene said they observed the forklift in the Home Depot parking lot and saw the victim underneath the forklift. She was pronounced dead on the scene. (laughs) That's, I mean, how how does that even, how does that even come about? I don't even mean to laugh. There's so many questions. Well, I mean, I don't even mean to laugh, but (laughs) after it goes on so long, you start laughing because it's like, oh, wow, the guy sold a forklift. Oh, wow. He ran through the gates. Oh, wow. He crashed and, into a car. Well, no, oh, but the wow, funny the part is, is he's sleeping in the car. He and, stole it at a Lowe's yeah, and killed and then, somebody at a Home, at Home Depot. Depot. Right. I'm saying that like, it, it just, yeah, it just, keeps, it just going. keeps going better. And then after a while, you just bust out laughing. Yeah, there's no way like, this is going to happen. You, you just can't get over it. You know, oh, incredible, man. you know. All right. And I know, uh, I know you're going to China soon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen these before. But I don't know. Uh, but this is a new thing that's coming up. Have you ever seen these in China? A face kini? No. Uh, face keeny trend. Uh, temperatures rising above 35 degrees Celsius. Many people in Beijing and other parts of China are following a new trend. The face keeny. If you haven't seen one of these, look it up on the internet. It's essentially a full mask with holes for the wearer's eyes and nose, rapidly gaining popularity in the country as people increasingly use it to shield themselves from harmful UV rays. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I mean, you got to give it to the uh, give credit to the Asians. I mean, their skin is like perfect or they never get a suntan. They block them. I mean, but their skin is really great and they block the sun. So I could imagine that's very popular because they don't like the sun. I mean, and, and, you know, and then I love the sun, but look at me. Look Look at me. I look like, you know, I look like I'm 100 years old, but you know what? Leather. What are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, uh, you know, if you get a chance, bring a face keeny home. I got to see. Yeah, I'll like. bring one home. I mean, it's pretty weird looking. Yeah. Well, and then I. I it looks like mummy. Yeah. It's, well, no, you know, it reminds me of when they used to dress up for the operas. Yeah, like a geisha. Yeah. 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 Geisha. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. One more thing, John, and we'll get out of here. A short one today, but uh, everyone uh, uh, be sure to. Uh, Come and say hi over at NFA. We'll be there. Yeah, NFA and uh, PGI. I'll be well, there. Come see John and uh, PGI. But wait, yeah. let's let's do this. So, I read this book, John. Easy money, cryptocurrency, casino capitalism, and the golden age of fraud. All right. Mm-hmm. This is, and I know you know a little bit about crypto. Oh yeah. And this is uh, the guy who wrote this. His name is Ben McKenzie, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. He wrote it with another guy, a, a journalist. But Ben McKenzie, you probably know him, although I don't know if you watch his show, but he uh, he played uh, the lead role on Fox's hit series Gotham. He was oh, yeah, he yeah. was Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, Gotham. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This, this guy here. So and but he also has a degree in uh, in economics and and markets and things from wherever he went to college. And during COVID or whatever, he just got interested in crypto and mm-hmm. he just took a deep dive. And I mean, if you ever had crypto or if you wanted to buy crypto, read this book and you'll want to stay clear away from it. Yeah. I mean, he basically says it's a Ponzi scheme, like an elaborate Ponzi scheme. That's unbelievable. So, and that's exactly, and, and that's another thing that our government's trying to do is basically now because it is crypto is they, you know, we want to do our own federal reserve crypto, you know, right. and right. you know, and you see, and then you see the value. 
some some things in this book. I'll just read a couple things from the book. So remember all these uh, during the Super Bowl that one year, all the uh, celebrities and stuff were advertising for crypto. Yeah. And uh, one of them was uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She, this was back in 2021. She put a post on uh, Instagram. You know, are you guys into crypto? This is not financial advice, but sharing what my friends just told me about Ethereum Max token. A few minutes ago, Ethereum Max burned 400 trillion tokens, literally 50% of their admin wallet, giving back the entire Emacs community swipe up to join the Emacs team. So Kim Kardashian on Instagram, she's promoting this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so then, the hastily assembled crypto projects seem purposely designed to be confused. Now I'm reading from the book. Confused with the second business, cryptocurrency, Ethereum. So I... I even though the two were not related. I guess it's closely named to another one. Mm-hmm. Kim's post sent out to her 251 million followers was enormous publicity success for the obscure token. A morning consult survey found that 21% of the American public had seen the ad. Suspiciously, shortly after the ad went viral, the value of Ethereum Max. So they called it Ethereum Max, but it's actually Ethereum was actually a thing. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like Star Fireworks and then Star Fireworks Max or whatever. Yeah. So suspiciously after the ad went viral, the value of the Ethereum Max token plummeted. By the time the article they were they published an article about it, it was worth point zero zero there's like eighteen zeros here, two two five seven, meaning that if you had been foolish enough to buy what Kim Kardashian was selling you you had probably lost all of your money. It was unclear at the time what Kardashian had been paid for the ad, and they later learned out that she got $250,000. So they gave her $250,000 in real cash to advertise with Ethereum Max, mm-hmm. which is named Why did it Ethereum. plummet after she, I thought it was Because it was just a Ponzi scheme. It was just a, it was oh, just a so, money grab. So there it was went nothing up, there. it went up, and it went then everybody up, probably and then grabbed it out. Pump and dump, right. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Pump and dump, and yeah, then they pumped it up, yeah. and then they dumped it. And, and I, I, go on, I go on record in saying she had a piece of that. And she probably did, yeah, and she lost yeah. money too. So, and then this uh, this guy, this Ben McKenzie, he interviewed that Sam Bankman Fried, that guy that had all the issues with the SBF or whatever, mm-hmm. or SBX. So he asked Sam what percentage of crypto was being used for payments. He so he agreed the majority of people today are not using it as a payment method, but instead as a financial asset. So people aren't using really using it to pay for things; they're just using it as an investment. So this Sam Bankman-Fried guessed that $4 billion of crypto was being used as payments. Crypto's market cap was roughly $1 trillion. Mm-hmm. So $4 billion represents 0.4% of that number. Seems pretty insignificant. So yeah. they're, they're, they're touting this as something that you're going to be using to pay people, whatever. But less than 0.4% of it is actually used for that. And the rest of it is just speculation. And the money that goes into these, you know, these funds or whatever, there's... There's no crypto behind it. All I know is when you lose your password and you can lose You're done. millions of dollars, something doesn't sound right there. Yeah. Here's here's something very interesting. This will be the last I think if I lost my password to your bank, you could help me still yeah. get my money. Yeah, we'd find a way. Yeah. All right. So, And this guy puts a lot of similarities between crypto and online poker. Mm-hmm. Online poker... There was a, I'll read this here. On April 20, on April 15th, 2011, the date that became infamous in poker circles as Black Friday, it all came crashing down. The Department of Justice seized the domain names of poker stars, Full Tilt, and Absolute Poker, as well as funds of customers gambling on them. The government always gets the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full Tilt was accused of running a $300 million Ponzi scheme. Poker stars paid a $547 million fine. And in this book, I've repeatedly mentioned the discovery of a secret God mode, 
on Ultimate Bet, whose parent company employed lawyers Stuart Hogner and who went on to work for Tether and Daniel Freeberg, who later worked for FTX. So this guy, so God Mode, you know what that was? Mm. If you were playing online poker on uh, on uh, Ultimate Bet mm-hmm. and you had God Mode on the computer, mm-hmm. you saw what everybody else had. That was God Mode. You could see everybody's cards. So you could never lose. Oh. So they got fined and they got, you know, so and so the guy who... Who worked and there. how much did you pay for God mode? Well, I don't know who got. I think it was just you know people who just knew the guy who ran the company or whatever got it. You couldn't just nobody knew about God mode. It was just a few people, but that's why they got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And and a couple of the lawyers that worked for this ultimate poker ended up deeply involved in crypto. Mm-hmm. So online poker would eventually resume and is now legal in states like Nevada, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, but it never recovered from the exposure or the rampant fraud at the heart of industry. It didn't have to. In a few years, online poker had been replaced by something even more alluring on which young men can gamble. The original, this is where, where it's interesting. The original computer code that would become Bitcoin included a poker lobby, a framework from which the virtual, virtual poker game would be built. Whoever the guy was, and he names the guy's name, Satoshi Nakamoto, that's the guy who supposedly invented crypto. Mm-hmm. In early 2007, they were clearly interested in methods of creating non-confiscatable digital money and how they might be used in online poker. And right here, he's got the code. Mm-hmm. So crypto started, according to this book, and he seems to know what he's talking about, it started as like a, a replacement for online, online poker. poker. It's just another form of gambling. I mean, and it's all about marketing because it's got Ethereum, Ethereum Max, you got Bitcoin, you got this. Look, yeah, look how many Bitcoin yeah. you know took off. Then all of a sudden you got ten different platforms. Everyone's just trying to come right. up with oh, you know. And I mean, I remember when Brady came to me and said, oh, you know, you got to get in this. I'm going to be worth this much money, that much money. You know, right? Like, well, Brady, I uh, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. You come on over to the house, you set me all up, and I'll put five hundred bucks in, and let's just see what happens. You know, because if it does right. make money, that's great. I'm happy for you, and I'll make a little bit of money. If it loses money. That's all I got is five hundred bucks, right? You know right, what I mean, right, right. So, and um, same I just thing. it was a very interesting book, and I know you don't read, so I figured I'd share. You don't yeah. read books anyway. I share it to, I share it with you, but I mean, it's just basically it's a huge like it was more than uh, made off. Yeah, and then the crypto mining is just another you know the, the making making electric companies very rich. Oh, but, he talks all yeah, about it's yeah. the whole crypto mining thing. Now that's you know another you know disaster, stupid investment. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So that's a good book. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, all right. That's it. Let's uh, we'll we will reconvene in uh, in at NFA on September whatever. Yeah. We'll be like I said, dog days of fireworks. <coughs> so you know, no, uh, not too much to report. Uh, but we did some good predictions, like we said. Uh, yeah. You know, next year Thursday, Fourth of July, get ready. Uh, we'll be probably a little bit of shortage of fireworks, but definitely a bigger shortage. Uh, come for the Friday. So uh, I urge anyone, if you're thinking about buying, you might want to buy for at least two seasons. If you can get what you, you know, buy a hundred percent, you might get 50. Right. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Stop by the NFA booth. Uh, We'll be there. Uh, We'll have some metal signs with a new image on there and maybe some t-shirts and, uh, and uh, that's it. You'll be the announcer, I'm assuming, for the... Yeah, certain. Yeah. A few, uh, you know, for the the, the demos, different things. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, it's a good one. Let's wrap this up, and we'll uh, we'll meet again in uh, in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Woo! At least it's nice and close. There you go. Mm. Later. Later. Oh shit.